0: Hey, this is Heath Paget, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 87. The RV Entrepreneur is a weekly podcast for nomadic entrepreneurs. Welcome to today's test drive episode. I'm going to be talking about creating, filming, and launching online courses. This is something that was the bread and butter of Alyssa's and my production business for a couple years while we've been on the road. And it's something we had no experience in. So a real high-level overview is we're going to talk about creating online courses for your own website or platforms like Teachable. So at the essence, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm assuming that you do, but online courses it could be over any given subject. They can be uh, teaching somebody how to create web applications. It could be starting a business. It could be something specific as handling taxes as an RV entrepreneur. One of our clients that we worked on for a course was prenatal nurses, and their course was on breastfeeding and learning how to breastfeed before you actually get into pregnancy. And so that was one of the courses that we did. So they have there's literally courses over any subject. And the reason why I want to talk about them on the podcast is because they can be a very profitable business if you have something that you can teach to other people and you know how to market it. So why can online courses be profitable or beneficial? Because they're ultimately taking a service-based business and scaling it. They're taking information, knowledge that you have and scaling that up. So a couple examples of people that we've worked with to create online courses, I'll just run through a couple different people. One is a job board called MaxList in Portland. They're one of the most popular local job boards in the entire country. And for the past 10 years, they've created this really amazing job board and they've helped thousands and thousands of people find jobs in Portland, Oregon. And they have a deep level of knowledge in how to navigate this job market. And not only the job market that you see on their website, but there's also kind of a hidden job market that comes with informational interviews and networking and things of that nature. And so they wanted to create a course to talk about this whole hidden job market idea to help people who were using their job board already. So existing customers... Go a level deeper, so help these people find jobs at nonprofits or their jobs that they were really passionate about and things of that nature. So we worked with them on creating this course over about six months, so three to six months. We'd work with them on helping them hone their content, giving them editorial feedback, and then afterwards we'd actually sit down and film it. So after we had them on kind of an editorial calendar where they got all their content done, we brainstormed, gave feedback, sat down over a few days with a teleprompter, filmed it, knocked it out in Portland in their offices, and. And put together a marketing plan for them to actually launch their course and it did really well I think we did around 15,000 in their first month not to brag or anything like that I know that's not even that crazy numbers but just to give you guys perspective because I know sometimes when we're talking about things like this it can be really intangible so I'm going to talk a little bit more about like what does a realistic first launch look like based off of the size of your following or people that you can loop in and teach for a first launch. So a few other things that we're going to talk about today are common mistakes people make with their first online course launch, who should create them, and how to succeed at creating them from our experience. All right, let's jump right into this. First of all, who should create online courses? If you have something that you can teach, a given expertise or skill that people will pay for, you are somebody who can go out and, in theory, create an online course. Another example of somebody we worked with is another person in the HR space named Job Jenny, who also happens to be in Portland, Oregon. I have no idea why we're so tied into this Portland market, but we just are. Ginny Foss uh, books out her resume services to people who are searching for more high-end jobs. These are people who have been in the workforce for maybe 15, 20 years, and they're transitioning from one mid- to upper-tier job to another. And so they have no problem paying over a 1000 bucks to get somebody to help them write a resume. And a lot of times, Ginny has so many inquiries at a given time that she actually has to turn off her business. She has no incentive to hire more employees. And so she had the idea that instead of continuing to turn off her services, she could create a lower price product around $200, $250 and teach people how to create their own resume over a weekend that was really, really good. And this would ultimately allow her to continue catering to people once she was filled up and her services were full. She didn't want to hire more people to take on more work. She wanted to have more freedom in her business to spend time with her family, which really aligns with a lot of the reasons why we chose this lifestyle to have more freedom and flexibility, which is why courses are a great solution. So somebody like Jenny, who has spent 15, 20 years learning how to write resumes and help people find jobs is a great example. I have another friend named Nathan Berry who has done really well creating courses on designing and building web applications. And then he went and started a company called ConvertKit. So he had a lot of experience in designing and building web apps. And he turned around and has sold quite a few courses on how to do that. Ultimately, you go through you know several years of learning a skill or craft, and then you can turn around and sell it to other people. Uh, But it's not necessarily as easy as it sounds. There's a lot of work that goes into the back end. So a few common mistakes that people make with building and launching online courses. First of all, people create them without having anything to teach. So I'm just going to take it with a grain of salt that you actually have something valuable to teach other people, and you're not just trying to create a course on how to make money, and you're actually not making any money except for this course on how to make money. So uh, I'm just going to take it for granted that you have something valuable to sell. Another mistake that people make is they're very slimy with their approach when marketing a course. Because the whole idea of buying a course is that you're buying from somebody who has an authority in something. So they've actually went through this experience. So some people, even if they have this experience, they try to play it up too much. They're writing sales copy in third person, trying to be this end-all, be-all authority. And it just it feels weird and stupid. And I'm like, I don't want to buy from you because you sound like a really – you're just a person that I would not want to hang out with. So why would I want to buy this product and you know sell it from you? Even, even if you have a lot of experience. Another mistake that people make is they create courses in the dark and they don't get enough feedback while actually creating them. So, even if you have a lot of knowledge in a particular subject, it's kind of easy to think, you know, I know this inside and out, I've been doing it forever, I can just go sit down and crank out a whole curriculum. I think what you'll realize really quickly is that it doesn't work that well because even if you know this stuff, it's just hard to go ahead and sit down and create 10 to 15 lessons that are, you know, 20 minutes each. It's just like you don't know what the flow should be. And if you've been doing something a long time, maybe you skip over particular topics that are, you think are very introductory, but people need to learn them. And so one of the best ways I found to alleviate this is if you want to create a course on something create a survey and actually be talking to people who want to learn from you while creating the course. Even if you're giving away for free, it'll make you the end product more valuable. And lastly, another reason people don't succeed at online courses is they don't validate their product beforehand. They just assume that somebody is going to go out and buy this. And while it's extremely awkward to do beforehand, <laughs> It makes a world of difference. If you have an online following, you have an email list, you have a community, it makes so much of an impact if you just send an email beforehand and say, hey, look, I've had a lot of people that reached out and asked me this particular question, so I'm going to create a course around it. My friend Nate just did this exact same thing with creating a course on travel hacking. He'd been traveling around the world for a year and a half, and he really is an expert on how to find and navigate flights and get them super cheap. He went on like this... 48-hour plane trip on time so he could get enough points for him to... Honestly, I'm not even going to try to explain it because I don't even understand what he did, but I'm just taking it with a grain of salt that he knows what he's doing with travel hacking. And he's developed a big following on YouTube. And so he created a course on how to get some of these travel hacks and how to learn them, and he validated this course before he'd ever created it by basically asking people to pre-order it. He said, hey, look, if I get this many people, then I'm going to make this course if you buy it, and then if not, everyone got their money back. So it was a way to validate it beforehand without spending several months creating something that nobody actually cares about. Moving on to a few ways to actually succeed at creating courses. Number one, attain a valuable skill that people want to learn from you. We've already established this. Two, Understand the distribution for your course and what that looks like to connect with people who want to learn from you. So a lot of times people who create courses have some type of online following existing, whether it's through through whether this is through a blog, YouTube channel, podcast, or whatever. They're actually putting their skills out there on the internet and building rapport and a following of people for a long time, and then there's a skill that they turn around and teach those people that they've also learned. And so this has been the case in literally everybody I've ever worked with and I'm sure there are people out there that have went out and just kind of in the dark built out a bunch of skills and learned a bunch of things and then decided to create a course on that. And maybe they've been successful, but those have not been the people that I've worked with. Because one thing that I hold, I know to be very true is that if somebody's going to buy a high price product from you, it means that they trust you. And not only do they respect your knowledge in the space, but they trust you and that trust builds up over time. So I think if you're going to succeed at creating online courses, one of the best things to do over time is to And it sounds counterintuitive give a lot of this as much of this information away for free as you possibly can for months weeks years leading up to a course like give people as much as you can let them know that you know you're the real deal and that you actually know your stuff because ultimately those will be the people who want to invest a little bit more and buy a higher price product from you all right that is all for today there's a lot more that i could share about building launching and marketing courses But test drives are inherently supposed to be super short. So that is all for today's episode. If you guys like this and want to hear more about building launching courses since we've done this, I'd be happy to dig into this in a future episode on like what does a realistic first launch look like, how to gear up for something like that. We could talk more about that on another episode. Shoot me a message at Heath and Alyssa on Instagram if you guys would like to hear that episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Would love to hear from you in iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen to this. I'll see y'all next time on the RV Entrepreneur Podcast.